Glory to God. Good to see you. Good to see you through these cables and cords of electricity. We love broadcasting the glory realms right through the natural realms on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Comes right out of our spirit, man. Right out of our heart. Glorified by intimacy with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it comes right through our quartz crystal silica brain matter. And it's a mighty river of glory through the internet, through YouTube, through Periscope, through Facebook, through all of the streams, through all of the stages. Hallelujah. And someday, God willing, through television. Amen. So it's a beautiful day. It's a day of increase and it's a day of inheritance. Now your inheritance and my inheritance are the same but different. What is your inheritance? Hallelujah. It's God the Father. Your inheritance is God the Father. Well, God the Father won't pay my electric bill. I know, technon, infant in Christ. I know you're struggling. Lust the eyes, lust the flesh, pride of life. <laughs> but you'd be surprised how the creator of heaven and earth, when he's formed inside your heart, how he actually really is King of kings and Lord of lords. You're just a total unbeliever. Most of you just have no faith whatsoever. So it's like taking your tiny little baby faith, infant in Christ faith, and growing it up and to be great, big, largest of all the garden plants faith. Largest of the garden plant faith. That's what Jesus Christ said. He said the mustard seed of technon faith would grow to be the tree of life of Huyos faith. Technon infants in Christ, baby faith, to Huyos mature faith, government faith, the faith of God. The faith of God that makes God God. God has faith. Amen? God is your faith. You have received God's measure of faith. We're calling this broadcast Faith Star because we're taking over all the counterfeit stars that fell from heaven. This month of July, if you haven't noticed, everything that can be shaken is being shaken. And, and understanding stars is actually like the final frontier of understanding wickedness and righteousness. That's why we're going there. We're going there because that's the only thing that shakes the principalities. It doesn't matter if you're an immature Christian and you think this is like Star-Lord from some Disney movie. It don't matter. It's in the Bible. You just don't have enough faith or wisdom or revelation to really understand it, later on you'll understand it. Because it's in the Bible, which means if you keep growing spiritually and you stop practicing demons in your heart, you'll eventually wake up from the realm of the dead and under thing, understand the things of the third heaven. And the red dragon will be burnt out of your souls, which is religion. And the false prophet will be burnt out of your brains and out of your spirit and out of your hearts and out of your inner man which is Jezebel, the principality of the whole world. Oh, that's true. That's what your Statue of Liberty is in New York. That's what the Statue of Liberty symbolizes, the Masonic symbol of Jezebel. If you didn't know, it's true. I'm not conspiracy theory. I grew up with Masons. I grew up with Warlocks, Witches. I grew up with the upper class of society. I know the secret societies. I've ministered to them, talked with them. And, you know, it's I can just talk about anything in this world, in, in this universe, like Daniel... He was a master of magicians in Babylon. That's what it says in Daniel. He was the master of magicians in Babylon. So, so are all the wise men. So are all the sons and daughters of God. 
And you might not be. You might think you are, but it's a spirit thing. He's got to grow your spirit to be a master of the universe. You know, like He-Man and Shira, only it's real. It's real. Jesus is a master of the universe. The Apostle Paul was a master of the universe. The Apostle John was a master of the universe. Anyone that reaches full spiritual stature or sacrifices their carnal mind to his full spiritual stature in their spirit becomes the master of the universe. The issue is that we cling and retain to control of our life and have barely even touched what Christianity is. Even in the gifts of the Spirit, you barely touched it. I listen to these people. They don't have faith. They don't have faith for new heavens and new earth where righteousness dwells. I listen to your measure of your faith and every prophet prophesies out of their measure of faith. So the Bible says. So I'll listen to prophets and they'll prophesy about brown eagles and they'll prophesy about gold jars and they'll prophesy about all kinds of different stuff. And it's real good. And it's real accurate. But it's still in proportion to their faith. I have yet to ever hear a prophet ever in my generation that prophesies about sonship level realities because no prophet has ever had that great of faith yet. And that's true. And that's where we're going. We're going into the hundredfold glory realm of 33-year-old Jesus Christ, the, the spirit of prophecy, the prophet of prophets. Amen? We're going into the promised land, the Jurassic wine grapes of Joshua and Caleb. Joshua represents the prophet. He took the high places. Or Joshua took the low places. He represents the apostle. Caleb took the high places. He represents the prophet. Moses, the low places, he's the apostle. The springs. The springs of Moses. The valleys of Joshua. The rains of Elijah. And the mountains of Caleb. All of those realms in the apostolic and the prophetic come forth in you, in Christ. They're all in Christ. None of it's external. Zero. Zero percent. Zero percent. Now, someone internally that has some revelation is a little woke. They can lay hands on your head. They can lay hands on your belly and impart, impart it into you. And it will stir up in your spirit. The Apostle Paul talks about how he imparted gifts into people by the laying on of hands because his spirit was so enriched in grace in the third heaven that was all marinating in him as the temple of the Holy Spirit with tons of God-inside-minded sonship-level revelation. And then he could lay hands on people's bodies, their earthen vessels, and stir up their spirit inside the jar of clay so they could begin operating out of third heaven ability. So that's really where we're going, is going 100% in third heaven ability while their bodies are still on the earth. That's how Jesus walked. That's what makes him King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That he had no second heavens mixture. That he had no creatures in him. That he had no birds in him. That he had no image bearing of anything of the second heavens or the earth or under the earth. He only bore the image of his Father continuously inside and later on outside for 33 years. For his first 30 years, he bore the image of the Father inside him. Oh, it's true. They could only see the outside of him. So they said, this Neanderthal-looking Jew, the son, son of Joseph the carpenter, you're telling me he's the Messiah? They only saw the outside. There was nothing good-looking about his appearance, Isaiah says. So they're only looking at the Neanderthal flesh man of Jesus, like most carnal apes that have no discernment. 
And they're not even seeing that inside him is God himself, maker of heaven and earth. That's how dull we are religiously. And everyone in Israel, literally everyone except like two or three people, completely missed it because they were looking externally instead of internally. Most of you are still completely external and can't even see the spirit, can't even see the hidden person of the heart. If you see the hidden person of the heart, you will see God constantly. The pure in heart see God. If you don't have a pure heart, to those that are impure, all things are impure. Those that are pure, all things are pure. God the Father can't be offended. Love can't be offended. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is the Godhead in you that is all-knowing. You have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. 1 John 2.20 Meaning, if you're omniscient, well, oh, no one's omniscient. Well, God the Father in you is omniscient. You just haven't brought your brain to the altar to burn enough to share in His ability because you're selfish. Because you still are full of idolatry, which is immorality. That's Jezebel. Sorcery and immorality. Idolatry, which is, means it's something about me, something about my soul, me, 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 external, external. That's what idolatry is. Anything that's about me instead of about thee is idolatry. Truth anyhow. Suck it up and get crucified. Get real today. Stop wasting your days in your soul. You are wasting your days. Jesus Christ said, it's building on shifting sand. Well, what do I do? You die daily. First thing when you wake up in the morning, you take your animal blood and your animal brain to the altar and burn. The flesh counts for nothing. Your blood counts for nothing. Your bloodlines count for zero. Nada. Zilch. Nothing. Your bloodlines are garbage. Queen Elizabeth's, the Windsor family's bloodlines are garbage. All bloodlines are trash, according to the Bible. Trash. Garbage. Good for nothing. To be utterly disposed of in the lake of fire. The only bloodlines that matter is the river of life, the bloodlines of God the Father in the Lamb. And anyone not in the bloodlines of God the Father in the Lamb will be utterly destroyed from the face of the earth, says the Lord God Almighty in the Lamb. Those are the blasphemers. Those are the mockers. Those are the thieves that serve God, not in spirit, not in the blood of the Lamb. The river of life is the blood of the Lamb. Not in the river, but in self. It's about me. Taking what I think I've earned by my works. I've prophesied so hard. I've worked so hard. Well, you should have just died so hard. Should have died to self. That's, that way you'll never be frustrated. That's how we can endure all this crap every day. I mean, it's so easy if you just take your animal blood and your animal soul and have a daily animal sacrifice. It's called the beast. The beast of the bottomless pit pit that has never-ending demonic manifestations out of its mouth. And unless you're daily sacrificing your beast of your bottomless pit, my beast of my bottomless pit will utter continuous blasphemies, which is religion. Demons will come out of us like rivers. There's rivers of demons. You see, you read about the, the river of the red dragon in the book of Revelation. Unless your flesh and blood nature are crucified with Christ, there will be rivers of demons coming out of you continuously. Never-ending demon possession. 
I have dealt with never-ending demon possession with most of the people around me my entire 37 years on earth because they don't go to the altar and they don't die. They still think it's about me. I'm real special. I'm real precious. My soul's real smart. Look at my education. Gamaliel trash. Burn it. Crucifying your soul is nothing less than the book of Acts of bringing your witchcraft scrolls and burning them into the fire. If you are not bringing your souls to the gold altar of Revelation 8.3, you are practicing witchcraft. Anyone who lives out of their animal soul and not the mind of Christ is a witch and a warlock in Babylon the Great. 100% of the time. Well, not my will, yours be done, and then we live out of our will, which is our brain. You know, trampling the sacrifice of Jerusalem, of the blood of the Lamb, at the place of the skull. And we're supposed to go to the altar of Jerusalem where he was crucified and crucify our skulls with his skull so that not my skull be done, his skull be done. His skull is transfigured at the right hand of God in glory. Let the two become one. Let this be the house of crystal skulls, the house of glory, the house of God, that everyone's mind fully transfigures and manifests Jesus Christ the firstborn through their flesh and blood by the sacrifice of their bloodlines and their souls, the animal sacrifice, the sacrifice of the beast, the sacrifice of the false prophet. Oh, and it's going to change so rapidly. You people are going to be utterly shocked. Your Christianity, because it's not mine. I don't have anything to do with it. My hands are totally clean outside of this system. Your Christianity is nearly entirely beast, false prophet, and red dragon. My Christianity is nearly entirely the throne of God and the throne of the Lamb and the river. Let's see who's right. Elijah or Jezebel. Straight up war. This is World War III. And there will be no truce there will be no peace until all the enemies of Christ are washed into the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. By people that finally submit their animal sacrifice. And this is like the last piece of the puzzle for your continuous manifestation of the throne of God, the throne of the Lamb, and the river, which is the Godhead, the Trinity, that are fully inside your spirit man the day you're born again. The day you're born again is the day the Godhead took up residency in your spirit. You are made full. We, sh we shared those verses. Colossians 2.10, Amplified Classic. Make sure you're reading it in the Amplified Classic so you can actually understand what the Apostle Paul is saying to you. There's almost never been a mystic like the Apostle Paul. Paul the Apostle Paul is one of the greatest mystics there has ever been in the history of mankind. And if you want to see how mystical the man of God, Paul, actually is, read it in the Amplified Classic and get your brain just blown out of the water. It is crazy. Colossians 2.10 in the Amplified Classic and Ephesians 3.16-19 in the Amplified Classic. We shared it on Facebook and on Twitter. And memorize it. Memorize those verses. You are made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That way you're not looking for more. That way you're not bewitched. That way you're not living out of the animal soul. And then once you realize you're made full, this is the last piece of the puzzle. We got that revelation. A lot of you have that revelation established inside your spirit, burned on your spirit by the spirit of burning the Holy Ghost himself who writes the word of God on your spirit man. 
A lot of you have that already. Now this revelation is the last one. This is the last piece of the puzzle. When you can bring daily sacrifice serving as an internal priest of the Melchizedek order. Not serving in the natural dimension, serving in the internal third heaven glory dimension by having those verses written on your spirit. And you bring your bloodlines and you bring your soul to the altar of fire in your belly every day and you burn them with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire on the altar. It's a gold altar and it burns crystal clear and sparkling with constant newness of life. The fire will never be put out and God will never separate you from the fire. You can separate yourself from the altar of fire in your belly by getting into witchcraft, which is practicing external religion and serving the angels of light that deceive, which is nearly what every single one of you has done. But repent of the bewitchment of Galatians 3.1 and you bring your soul through all the selfishness of the red dragon and you burn it on the altar and you realize, whoa, that altar is what causes his soul to burn through your soul. The daily sacrifice. First thing in the morning, we don't listen to the familiar spirit telling us to eat almond butter. We listen to the Holy Spirit telling us to crucify the beast of the bottomless pit with all of its blasphemous names. Amen. Huge. Otherwise, we'll manifest demons forever. And it's just, I mean, literally, because when you're in hell, there's demons passing through you continuously because you didn't repent while you're on earth. In your life, you can, cho you can choose what you channel through your spirit, soul, mind, and body. You can either channel the river of the red dragon or the river of God the Father and the Lamb. You're going to manifest demons for eternity or you're going to manifest holy angels in the river of life for eternity. Your body is the temple of either evil spirits or holy spirit. Amen. Most people have a mixture of both and that's why they're confused. And now is the time by the preaching and the teaching and the seven thunders that are unsealed to get all the mixture out of the bride of Christ worldwide in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Sow into that word. What you sow, that, which, that is what you'll reap. Learn how to donate and, give, and learn how to give. Learn how to be cheerful givers. Most of you have financial problems. It's because you don't give. Learn how to give. Sacrifice from your heart. God loves cheerful giving because the river gives and God will add more unto you. It is written in Jesus' name. Brotherman.com. We'll see you tomorrow.